Hi, and welcome to the 10 Minute Tiki Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Westcott. Episode 5 Project Based Learning starts now. Today we're talking about project-based learning. Project-based learning has a lot of other names as well, but basically, no matter what you call it, it's about students solving problems and working through a process to solve those problems. Often called wicked problems, problems that they are facing in their community, in their school, in the wider world, lots of different problems that we can solve, right? And it's about developing those 21st century or soft skills. Why project-based learning? Well, it has a huge argument for the engagement. When students are choosing their own problems to solve, they are engaged. They want to do it. They want to solve it. There's a lot of agency involved, so students making choices about how they learn, where they learn, what what solutions they come up with. And the other gold piece to project-based learning is the integration. I loved it because I could weave it through my writing program, my reading program, my math program. And actually, it it encouraged students to use those skills that we maybe learnt in those more siloed subjects and actually use them in a real-world context. The three key concepts that I believe underpin project-based learning are, number one, authentic contextual problem. There needs to be the real world application. They need to see the purpose. They need to see the problem and they need to see how it relates to an authentic context. Number two, choice. Giving them choice in how they solve it, how they work, how they who they work with uh, and what they learn in order to solve that problem. And number three, collaboration. So it isn't done in a silo. It isn't done in a group of one. It's done because of the collective power of your group or calling on experts or learning from someone else. There's a huge element of collaboration to it. And it is by design, project-based learning encourages choice, context and collaboration. It develops those kinds of concepts and skills. So how do I plan? How do I plan for this? How do I plan for project-based learning in my classroom? Well, I often go topic-based. So say we have a topic or a theme that's running through our school or our uh, syndicate or our team that term, then I I plan around that. Uh, And I I weave it through my literacy and maths as well. And I use my afternoon blocks or my time that are dedicated to that topic to explore a project-based learning approach. Secondly, you could do it not thematically and you could go from a problem approach. So maybe the students could choose their problems. You could base them on the sustainable development goals or you could get the students to choose problems that they see around them. Sort of that link to uh, what might have been called Genius Hour or Google Hour or the 20% time where students are choosing the passion project that they might want to work on. But I think with project-based learning, it's really important that it start with the problem and that students fall in love with the problem. So in the past, what I've used is a design thinking approach. I do think that you need a a structure to work through and a process so that students learn that the process is the important part and understand the parts of the process, right? That's half the learning as well. Design thinking in itself needs an entirely episode, entire episode to itself. So I will put that in the upcoming episodes. But I think design thinking encourages 
students to think outside of themselves, think about the user. It's driven by empathy and it's driven by the problem. Uh, It's also driven by a how might we statement. So rather than having a problem uh, like there's too much rubbish floating around our school, it turns that into a problem. So how might we encourage students to use the bins? Or how might we reduce the amount of rubbish in our environment? So it turns the uh, problem into an opportunity. It closely links beautifully into STEAM or STEM approaches. And also if you're in New Zealand and you're working with the new digital technology curriculum content, it links so beautifully into the three DOs, which is designing and developing digital outcomes. Because we may find that our students use digital outcomes as solutions to the problems. Another part to project-based learning is is there is a bit of a shift in the role of the teacher. And I feel like I say this a lot with a lot of the topics that I'm covering, is there is the shift. And, And it's about how can I help you learn rather than what do you need to learn? How can I help you learn anything? Rather than here's the content, off you go. It's how can I help you learn? What do you need to learn? It's putting it back on the student and giving them some agency. It's more of a guide or a coach. And I think um, a mantra that I use when I was doing project-based learning is embracing the chaos and the failure. So letting kids fail, letting kids then figure out what they need to do to come back from that failure and bounce back. And also realizing that success, right, is never a linear scale or never a linear journey. There is ups and downs and actually getting kids to experience that and take risks in a safe environment is gold. So an example from my teaching practice, I had year five and sixes, which are 11 and 12 year olds, and our big theme or topic was being waste aware. So we looked into recycling and rubbish and all sorts of things that were affecting our communities, but also the wider environment. We did a lot of learning and we did some class trips to the landfill, to the aquarium. We did a lot of reading in our reading program and building knowledge. We learned about researching, how to research a topic that we were interested in. And then I got students to follow a design thinking structure to solve a problem they were interested that had to do with being waste aware. We worked through this for 10, 11 weeks. We had an exhibition at the end where we invited our parents to come and have a little whānau to come through, our classmates, our buddy class. There was a real authentic purpose and authentic audience at the end as well. Some even connected with local businesses to look at reducing uh, the amount of waste. Some went to the wider school, built worm farms, made uh, bins for the field so uh, rubbish could be put in the rubbish bins. All sorts of things that students came up with and, and to them they were really meaningful and some some projects went really well and others didn't but at the end of the day the students were engaged through the whole 10 weeks because they were driving the process so my top three tips for getting started with project-based learning number one context come up with a context use a context that you've already got going Or look into something like the sustainable development goals. Pick a wicked problem that's happening in the world. Or let the kids pick the wicked problem. If it's the first time you're doing it, I would suggest keeping it narrow and keeping it focused into a topic. And then as kids get used to the process, then they can start to pick their own problems. That would just be my tip and my experience. Number two, use a structure. Maybe you already have an inquiry structure. Maybe you already have a sort of structure that you use in your school. If you're looking for something new or something that really fits beautifully with project-based learning, I recommend the design thinking process. I will put some links in the show notes to the uh, structure that I used, how I used it, an example template from my own classroom, as well as some wider reading links around project-based learning and uh, the design thinking approach. And number three, 
embrace the chaos. I think it's really important to realize as a teacher, we want things to go right and we want things to work well and fit in, but often they don't. And I think we have to model failure and taking risks and bouncing back. We have to embrace the students doing this and always reflect on the process. What went well, what didn't, what would you do better next time? So that when you do that round again, either with the same kids or with a different group of students, you you can do better. No better, do better, right? Don't be afraid to try again and, and find ways to improve it every time if it doesn't go right the first time. My teacher quote this week is from the amazing Tracy, who is a STEAM specialist with me here at Digital Circus. And she says, Project-based learning, or PBL, is an innovative teaching approach which explores authentic learning opportunities that are engaging for both students and teachers. Using PBL, students are able to pose questions and develop solutions for their chosen project. PBL uses key 21st century skills to grow knowledge, encourage active dynamic learning, and understand processes for developing solutions for real-world problems. And I wholeheartedly agree. Find us on Twitter, at Tiki10. Find all the links in the show notes at bit.ly slash tiki10shownotes, all lowercase, and catch us next week for an episode on Screencastify, an amazing video extension that you can use and your students can use. See you next time. The 10-Minute Techie Podcast is kindly supported by Digital Circus, a Ministry of Education, professional learning and development provider, working with schools all over New Zealand, specialising in digital technologies. Find us at www.digitalcircus.org.nz.